and welcome back to the Prospect League Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. It's been a very exciting past couple of days for the Prospect League. Major League Baseball has just wrapped up the 2022 draft, and over a dozen Prospect Leaguers have been picked. Our first round draft pick, number 26 for the Chicago White Sox, was Noah Schultz. He's an active member of the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp, straight out of Oswego East High School. Noah has pitched phenomenally this year with a .93 ERA, 19.1 innings pitch with 37 strikeouts. If you remember last year, the New York Yankees chose Trey Sweeney for their first round draft pick. So that's two prospect leaguers have gone in the first round of the MLB draft of the past two years. Now round three, we had Trey Lipscomb go number 84 for the Washington Nationals. He played for Johnstown last year in their first year in the league. He was drafted from the University of Tennessee uh, where he's put up monstrous numbers this year, hitting 355. Last year for Johnstown, he hit 356 in 21 games. This kid is phenomenal. Now, round five, draft pick number 144 to Minnesota Twins went to Ben Ross. If you remember, Ben Ross was the top of our leaderboards last year for Champion City. Ben Ross hit 424 on the year in 57 games, had eight home runs. Round six, number 169 to the Texas Rangers, you had Tommy Specht, who's a 2022 Lumber King. He's straight out of high school as well at Wallert Catholic High School in Dubuque, Iowa. This year for the Clinton Lumber Kings, he's hit 262. So congratulations there to Tommy. That's the second high schooler uh, from the Prospect League that's an active player. Round six, number 196. To the San Francisco Giants, you had a Hayden Birdsong. He was a 2021 Danville player. This year he's played with the Northwoods League for Lakeshore Chinooks. Last year... He put up a 493 ERA in 42 innings. However, at Eastern Illinois University, he put up a 335 ERA in 45 innings, putting up 66 strikeouts. Round 7, number 208 to the Los Angeles Angels, Roman's fan soccer. He was a 2019 Quincy Gem, plays for Oklahoma State, where he has put up a 346 ERA with 45 strikeouts this past year. When he played for the Gems, he went 159 ERA in 11 innings with 13 strikeouts. Round eight, number 237 to the Detroit Tigers. You had Jake Miller, who was a 2021 Champion City King. For the Champion City, he had a 3.0 ERA with 57 innings pitched. He had 71 strikeouts, which would have put him in within the top couple of uh, pitches for strikeouts for last year. He's currently a Peninsula pilot there for the Coastal Plains League, where he's pitching a 2.66 ERA in 20 innings pitched with 22 strikeouts. Round 10, number 288 to Arizona Diamondbacks. You had Brent Johnson. He was a 2021-0 Fallon Hoot. He goes to Southern Illinois at Edwards, where he has put up a 350 batting average. For the O'Fallon Hoots, he put up a 314 batting average. So this kid can really rake in, and uh, Arizona is going to be happy with that selection. Round 10, number 305, the Atlanta Braves chose Andrew Keck. He's a 2019 Cape Catfish. He attended Southeast Missouri State University. In 2021, he was in the New England Collegiate Baseball League from North Adams, Steeplecats. But however, for Southeast Missouri State University for this past year, he put up a 326 batting average. When he was with uh, Cape Catfish, he put up a 271. Round 12, number 349, Jackson Kelly got chosen by the Texas Rangers. He was a 2019 Danville Dan. This past year, he's played for the Cape Cod League for the Katuit Ketliers. While he was with Danville, he went 273 ERA with 42 strikeouts. With the Cape Cod League, he's put up a .56 ERA, a massively improved 
ERA. However, his ERA with Danville was actually pretty good as well. Round 12, number 372, went to Luke Adams for Milwaukee Brewers. He was a 2022 Pistol Shrimp. That's another active player who got picked. This year for Illinois, he's put up a 404 batting average in 16 games. And he, again, is straight out of high school, with Central High School there in Hinsdale, Illinois. Round 13, number 377, went to Jared Beck to the Baltimore Orioles. He was a 2019 Springfield slider. This past year, he played with the Sunshine State Conference for St. Leo, where he put up a 395 ERA. However, with Springfield, he put up a 17.31 ERA. He didn't have a very good time with the Prospect League. He went 0-5 in 13 innings pitched, giving up 19 hits and 30 runs with 25 errors. So he had jumped from high school to college and obviously has improved drastically in college. Round 16, number 493, Timmy Borden Jr. It was a 2019 Quincy Gym. He went to the Houston Astros. In 2019, he hit 254 in 37 games. However, for Georgia Tech this past year, he's hit 335. Round 19, number 561, Jonathan Thomas from the 2021-2022 Danville Dans. He went to the Washington Nationals. And again, he's an active player. Right now, he's put up a 296 average. And if you remember last year, he was our stolen bases leader. He attends Texas Southern University. A really speedy player with great average. Washington Nationals could really use him. Round 19, number 576, Curtis Washington Jr. from the 2019-2021 Cape Catfish went to Seattle Mariners. He attends Purdue. However, if you remember in 2021, he was chosen for the MLB Draft League with the State College Spikes. This year for Purdue, he's hitting 314. His MLB uh, Draft League numbers weren't so great. However, he's turned that around, and with Purdue, uh, his numbers really stood out there. Round 20, number 602, Nick Carafa from the 2021 Chillicothe Paints was chosen by the Philadelphia Phillies. He's a member of the Ohio State Buckeyes. And for Chillicothe, he put up a 249 batting average. However, he seems to be a two-way player as he also has pitching stats. For the Buckeyes this year, he's pitching 635. In the last draft pick for the Prospect League, we had round 20 at number 605, Keyshawn Ogans from the 2021 Shrimp. He was chosen by the Atlanta Braves. He goes to the University of California, Berkeley. For this this year right now, he's with the State College Golden Spikes in the MLB Draft League where he's hitting 262. Berkeley at 315. And if you remember from last year, he hit, hit 333 there for the Illinois Pistol Shrimp. What I remember is that he had 11 home runs. This kid was really powerful, had a really good average, and a really good overall player. I'm surprised to not see him go a little bit uh, sooner in the draft, just because he was a pretty good overall player. I think the only thing that hurt him, he's 5'9", 180. He's a little bit smaller guy, so you could see him at like shortstop or second base. But those power numbers are really something. We don't see a whole lot of power coming from our shortstops and second basemen. Now, besides the draft, we had two players so far be picked up as free agents. Ben Butel, who is a current Clinton Lumber King. If you remember, we already had several Lumber Kings go for the draft. Ben Butel right now has a 2.73 ERA. He's a 2-2 two and two win record. He contends college at the University of Iowa for the Hawkeyes, where he put up a 1.47 ERA with a 3-0 and record. He signed a contract yesterday, which would be July 19th, for the Chicago White Sox. And Tyler Worry, who was a Chillicothe paint in 2021, 
signed a contract with the Milwaukee Brewers. In 2021, he put up a 3.98 ERA with a 1-2 and win record. In 2022, he attended Tiffin University and also Moorhead City, which is a member of the Coastal Plain League, where he went 2-0 and with a 3.57 ERA. So congratulations to Ben Butel and Tyler Worley, as well as the rest of our draft picks from the Prospect League. It's been a very successful past couple of days for the Prospect League. Last year when I covered this, I believe we only had seven or eight draft picks. This year we have doubled that number plus some. So it's been a great couple of days for the Prospect League, and it's been an honor of mine to be able to report on these guys over their careers here with the Prospect League. A couple of them I don't remember uh, as they were 2019 and I came into the league in 2021. However, the majority of these guys I do remember reporting on and made graphics for and things like that. So that's really fun for me to be able to have uh, witnessed these guys play and now get to take their chance into the next step of their professional playing. And with that, we'll go straight into your Prospect League second half standings. In the Ohio River Valley Division, we have Johnstown Millrats with 7-5, and five, West Virginia with 5-5, five and five, Chillicothe with 6-6, six and six, and Champion City with 4-7. and seven. In the Wabash River Division, we have Danville 10-1. They have been on fire. Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp 9-3, Rex Baseball 9-3, and, and Lafayette Aviators 4-9. Rex Baseball has won their last six games. Great River Division, Burlington D 6-5, Normal 6-6, six six, Quincy 5-6, and, and the Lumber Kings 4-8. This division is very close, and as we saw with the couple of divisions this last half, anything goes. Rounding it up with the Prairie Lane Division, we have the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes, 6-6, six six, O'Fallon Hoots, 4-6, Cape Catfish, 3-6, and, and the Alton River Dragons, 4-9. And we'll go over our individual leaders. For hitting, batting average, we have Bougie with 383 of the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp. Patrick Lohizzi with O'Fallon Hoots with 375. Tim Orr with Chillicothe with 355. Blake Burris with Alton River Dragons with 394. And Alex Brunson with the Rex with 347. RBI, we have Miller from Rex with 43. Bougie with Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp with 41. Alex Brunson with the Rex with 41. Stewart from Quincy Gems with 35. And Orr from Chillicothe with 34. Home runs, we have Eddie King Jr. from the Alton River Dragons with 13, Patrick Lohizzi with 8, Miller from Rex with 8, Alex Brunson with 8, and Casey from Johnstown with 8. I believe our home run record is 20, and Eddie King Jr. has hit uh, multiple home runs in multiple games here recently, so Eddie King Jr. could really uh, break that record with just a couple of games this week. Stolen bases, we have Burris from Alton with 34, Williams from Chillicothe with 29, Hall with Cape Catfish with 28, Farmer from Chillicothe Paints with 27, and Banyan from Danville Dans with 25. Runs batted in record is 66, which was broken by Matt Shark last year of the Quincy Gems. 43 with Miller there, Rex could easily be broken within a couple of games if they get on fire. Here's your pitching leaders for ERA. We have Gabink from Normal with 213, Kim with Lafayette with 249. Curtis with Springfield with, with 270. Lockwood with Champion City with 404. 
And Phipps with Champion C with 46. Wins. We have Frey with Clinton Lumber Kings with 5. Lollifin with the Paints with 5. Steven with Danville Dance for 4. Eckler with Rex with 4. And Knight with Johnstown with 4. Strikeouts. We have Kim from Lafayette with 68. Herzog with the Pistol Shrimp with 60. Weatherly with the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp with 52. Lockwood the Champion City with 52. And Danville Dan's Learson with 51. Strikeouts record last year was broken by Ryan Ironman with the Pistol Shrimp with 109 strikeouts. Saves. We have McLean with Rex with 7. Fee with Danville with 5. Tompkins with Danville with 5. Maurer with Burlington Bees with 5. And Noah Bush with Alton with 5. And we'll go over league attendance. Clinton Lemberking still leads with a 47,714. 20 openings averaging 2,300 fans a game. Chillicothe's right behind them with 33,000 with 17 openings, right at 2,000 fans a game. Last place there we have West Virginia Miners with 5,650 with an average of 404 fans a game. Now we'll go over our past week's highlights. Every night we put the score of the games as well as a little bit of a highlight with things that stood out for each game. And you can catch that there on Facebook and Instagram. So we'll start at July 13th, since that was the day the podcast came out last week. Wednesday, July 13th, Rex Baseball had a combined five doubles. Normals Bode Gabink pitched a scoreless 6.1 innings, giving up only two hits and striking out seven. Clinton's Luke Ira had four RBIs, and both Trevor Burkhart and Joe Simpson stole two bases. Alton shut out Cape with Houston High and Alex Nugut on the mound. Alton's Blake Burr stole two bases, and Cape's Colton Weber pitched five innings, striking out ten. Chillicothe's Gunner Boehm from Tiffin University threw a seven-inning no-hitter, eight strikeouts on 70 pitches, and the only base runner was a hit-by-pitch leadoff batter on an 0-2 pitch in the top of the seventh. If that would have not happened, he would have had a pretty much perfect game. Friday, July 15th, Rex's David Miller stole two bases, Springfield's Nasir Frederick stole two bases, Chillicothe's Gunner Bohm threw a no-hitter, and Santrell Farmer stole two bases. Sunday, July 17th, Normal and Alton went to 10 innings. Normal's Peyton Dillingham hit two doubles. Alton's Blake Burr stole two bases, and Eddie King Jr. hit two home runs. Monday, July 18th, Lafayette and Rex were a makeup game from the 17th. Champion City and West Virginia's game was postponed. Daniel and Cape's game was postponed due to a power outage. Lafayette's Mike Kazuski stole two bases, and Tice Oaks pitched five innings of no-hit baseball with seven strikeouts. Johnstown's Sam Mass stole two bases. O'Fallon's Patrick Lohizzi stole two bases. The B's Marco Sanchez stole two bases. Normal's Connor Olson stole two bases, and Alton's Blake Burris and Troy Johnson stole two bases, while Eddie King Jr. stole three. Very active day for stolen bases. Robin Roberts Stadium was named the best collegiate summer league stadium, beating out 114 other ballparks. Of course, that's the home of the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes. They beat their final opponent with a 79-21 margin in the Ballpark Digest Tournament. So congratulations to Springfield. Not only do they have a new team there, they have a great ballpark. And Tuesday, July 19th, Rex's Cade Lason hit two doubles. Johnstown's Jake Casey stole two bases. Danville's Jonathan Thomas not only got drafted, but he also stole two bags. Cape's Josh Cameron stole three bags. 
Shrimp's Jared Quant stole two bags, and their pitcher combined with 14 strikeouts. It's Jared Herzog, Zach Losey, and Eben Hine. A note there for Jared Quant, one of his stolen bases was home plate. Lafayette Mike Snyder also stole two bases. And that's it for highlights. We'll go over our Prospect League Players of the Week now to finish off the podcast. Our Pitcher of the Week was Gunnar Baum. Of course, he was the one who threw that seven-inning complete game no-hitter. His ERA was 0.0, and he struck out eight players. Our Slugger of the Week was Zach Lane for the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp. He had 15 at-bats with an average of 600. He hit nine. He had five RBIs. His slugging was 933, and his on-base percentage was 588. Basically, Zach Lane destroyed everything he saw this past week. You can read more on the full article on prospectleague.com. And with that, that brings you up to date on all the highlights and happenings here on the Prospect League. And as always, we'll see you at the ballpark. Thanks for listening. <laughs>